0: If you just don't want to think about it, then just grab one of the Easy Peasy First Foods sets. It has everything you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods with baby led weaning. That code is BLWMOM for 20% off Easy Peasy orders of $50 or more now through Sunday, May 12th at EasyPeasyFun.com. And happy Mother's Day to you. The problem with dripping is that you're the one essentially driving the pace of eating. You've removed your baby's autonomy to regulate their own intake. You're drifting out of your lane. It's not your job to wait until piece one is done before you offer piece two. Pre-portioning meals removes all of these mistakes. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven specializing in baby led weaning. Here on the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding, leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby led weaning. Welcome back. Today, we're talking about dripping food versus pre-portioning your baby's food when you're doing baby-led weaning. And if you're not exactly sure what dripping is or why it's not a preferred practice for baby-led weaning, don't worry. I've got you covered. There are definitely benefits to the alternative, which is pre-portioning, which is putting out the amount of food you think your baby is going to eat. And in this episode, I'm going to share why we want to steer clear of dripping. Now, when I do these mini baby-led weaning training episodes, I always like to start with a BLW tip of the day. And today's tip is to please remember, there are no exact portion sizes of foods that babies should eat. Parents ask me all the time, can I get a baby-led weaning portion guide? And I say, nope, sorry, just don't do them. Why? Because there's no evidence-backed set amounts of foods that babies have to eat. Please know when you hear bloggers or other people on social media claiming that they've got these BLW portion guides, just know that they're 100% arbitrary and completely made up. And when we make up things like this, all it does is make parents feel bad. What if my baby isn't eating two ounces of legumes a day or a third of a cup of soft cooked vegetables or one ounce of cooked meat? Guess what? That's fine. Remember, babies need time to learn how to eat. And especially early on in the weaning process, the amount of food that your baby is eating does. Not matter. So please do not unnecessarily stress yourself out about how much your baby is eating. Let's instead focus on the process of letting your baby learn how to eat. And one thing we want to avoid in the process is dripping. Now hang tight because I'm going to be sharing some ideas about what you might expect a baby to eat. But again, you're never going to get a hard and fast BLW portion guide from me because every meal is different, every day is different every baby is different. And if we follow Ellen Satter, the noted dietitian and family therapist, her division of responsibility in feeding theory, remember that it says that we as parents have jobs. We're in charge of what the baby eats and when they eat and where they eat. But ultimately it is up to the baby to determine how much or even whether the baby eats. And so when we start forcing the baby to eat a set amount of food, because some arbitrary portion guide we got off of Instagram tells us to, We are not doing our job. So let's stay in our lane, do our jobs. Again, parents focus on what and where and when the babies eat, but our babies ultimately determine how much they eat. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. If you've been thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online experience. All you do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. I used to think therapy was just for people who have experienced major trauma, but therapy can help you be at your best no matter what you're going through. So whether it's to learn new positive coping skills, set more realistic boundaries, or just show up as a better version of yourself, BetterHelp is here to help. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there and BetterHelp can help you. Visit BetterHelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash weaning and get 10% off your first month. So let's talk a little bit about dripping. What is dripping? Now, dripping is what we don't want to do with baby lead weaning. And here's what dripping is. You're sitting in front of your baby and you've got a plate of food in your lap and you take a piece of food and you put it out in front of the baby and you sit there and the baby picks it up and the baby takes the food and puts it in his mouth. And then you take another piece of food and you put it out and the baby picks it up and puts it in their mouth. That's dripping. Dripping is where we as the parents are controlling the pace of eating because ultimately we're controlling the availability of the food, right? We're putting it out on our schedule versus allowing the baby to be picking up the foods and putting it in their mouth on their schedule. So what is the drawback of dripping? So when we drip foods, like I just described, what happens is it interferes with your baby's visual processes of learning how to eat and learning how to eventually respond to their emerging hunger cues. Because maybe you've heard that learning how to eat is an incredibly sensory experience, right? It's not just about tasting the food, it's about smelling the food and feeling the food And listening to the sounds of eating, but also seeing the quantity of food and starting to learn how to regulate the movement of that food into the body in order to satisfy their hunger cues. And that's what we want, right? We want our babies to actually end up being the term that's so trendy is an intuitive eater, right? Parents spend a lot of money, adults spend tons of money every year learning how to retrain themselves to be intuitive eaters like they were when they were a baby. Let's allow the baby to learn how to listen to, recognize, and respond to their own hunger cues, and then to also pace the intake of food. Because if we're pushing the food in a set pace, that's essentially the same as spoon feeding, with the exception of we might not be putting it in the baby's mouth, but we don't wanna be the ones arbitrarily picking the pace at which the baby eats. So what's the alternative to dripping? The alternative to dripping food, and what we want to do is to pre-portion the amount of food that we think the baby will eat at a given meal. Now, at first you're going to be like, but I've never done this. I don't know how much a baby will eat. We can talk about some expectations about portion sizes, but please know that once you start doing this and you start feeding your baby one to two times at six to seven months and two to three times a day at eight to nine months, and then three times a day at 10 months of age with practice, you will gain progress as far as understanding how much your baby needs and wants. And you'll learn how to listen to and recognize your own baby's hunger cues and you'll put the right amount of food out. But the point is we want to put the amount of food out that we think the baby is going to eat at the beginning of the meal. Now, if you're just really getting started and you're like, I have no clue, like what it should even look like, there are a few other episodes that you might find helpful in order to put this dripping versus pre-portioning stuff in context. So if you listen to episode number six, it's called what shape and size should my baby's food be at first? That's a really helpful place to start. And then I also have a schedule for the first five days of baby led weaning. That's on episode 25 as well as 10 easy starter foods for baby led weaning. And that's on episode 16. So I'm going to link all of those other episodes in the show notes for this particular dripping episode. And you can find that all at blwpodcast.com slash 133. So back to the pre-portioning, I teach a five-step feeding framework where each day we introduce one new food to our baby five days a week. That's five new foods a week. It's 20 foods a month. In five months, your baby has consumed a hundred different foods. And we know that the research shows us that babies who are exposed to the greatest variety of foods and flavors and tastes and textures, they're more likely to be independent eaters and less likely to be picky eaters. So we want your baby to be getting in this rotation even very early on where you introduce one new food. And what I'll generally do is take a 20 minute feeding session and spend the first 10 minutes introducing the new food of the day to the baby. And then in the second 10 minutes, what I'll do is I'll bring in a mat that has three foods on it. The new food from today, the one they just tried 10 minutes ago for the first time, there it is again, along with two familiar foods from two previous days. So I use a pre-portioned suction mat called the mini mat. It's from the company Easy Peasy. They make the original silicone suction mats. And those, the mini mat is perfect even if you're just starting out solid foods with your six month old. It has two two ounce portion pockets and one four ounce portion pocket. It's shaped like a smiley face. So I'll put the new food of the day in one of the pockets and two familiar foods from the previous days in the two other pockets. And the smiley face, the mouth is a little bit bigger, the four ounce portion. I tend to put the carbohydrate or the starchy food. If I'm feeding a, one starch, one small portion of protein and one small portion of a fruit or a vegetable, I'll put the starchy portion in the smiley face, smaller portion of protein. And then the other small portion is a small portion of the fruit or vegetable. And don't do fruits and vegetables at the same time. I'll do one or the other. So we don't want to offer more than three foods at a time to the baby. That can be very overwhelming. But those portion pockets, some parents will fill them all the way up. And just know you really don't have to. You just have to offer a few pieces, a few strips. Maybe half of the portion pocket could be full with food. Again, once you get going, you'll start to recognize what your baby can and wants to eat. So if you can put that plate out with the three different foods, then allow your baby 10 minutes uninterrupted. Don't talk to your baby. Don't congratulate them. Don't wipe them. If they slump down and need to be readjusted, or if you need to interfere for safety, of course you need to do that. But for the most part, we as parents tend to micromanage the whole eating experience. Let that baby eat in peace. 10 minutes, sniffing it, smelling it, smushing it. Again, they're seeing it. It's all part of that visual process. So put out the amount of food that you think the baby will eat. The three compartment mat, again, that I like is the mini mat from Easy Peasy. I have an affiliate discount code for them. It's Katie 10 You can get 10% off all of the products at easypeasyfun.com. They actually have lids now for each of those mats in the bowls. So if you want to pre-portion these meals, if you send a baby to daycare or you have a sitter or someone helps you or you're just trying to stay organized, you can put your meals together in the mini mat, put the lids on them, pop them in the fridge, warm them back up, let them cool to room temperature so you're not burning your baby's mouth and then put that plate out in front of them so that they get to see the amount of food And they can regulate which food they pick up first, which one they put in their mouth, how fast they do it. It might not seem like a big deal to you, but to your baby, being able to see the amount of food is important as part of the learning process versus you keeping them guessing when you're holding the plate of food in your lap and kind of portioning out the food as you go. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. So again, we want to avoid dripping. We do want to stick to pre-portioning. The question parents always ask is, well, what if my baby wants more? There are some days, especially when you get in the nine and 10 month mark of baby led weaning, it's kind of the golden age of baby led weaning. They're really into it. They might want a second plate of food. I know for those of you with multiples, and when I was feeding my quadruplets and then later my twins, one baby might eat twice as much as another baby. And the next meal, that other baby might eat two times as much as a different baby. And you kind of need to sit there and respond to those cues, but you're not like doing that every single second. Like you can sit down and chill for 10 minutes and... You always want to watch the baby though. When I say chill, it doesn't mean get your phone out and leave the room, right? Because if a baby's going to choke, it will be a silent experience. You need to be right there observing the baby, but you don't need to be intervening and interfering with the baby's eating process. Let them go for a while. And then if you think they want more, you can bring out a little bit more another plate and you'll kind of learn to anticipate how much you think your baby might want. But of course, what they ate yesterday might be totally different than what they eat the next day. What type of parents tend to drip food? To be honest, it's the ones who are very, very, very type A. And I say that as a very, very type A person, but the person that wants to be in control. I don't want the baby to make a mess. I want to make sure that they don't waste any of the food that I made. And I understand those concerns, but please know that making a mess is part of learning how to eat. And so if you put three types of food out there, they might not eat all of it. They might smash some of it. They might smush some of it. They might play with some of it, but that's all part of the process of learning how to eat. I would encourage you not to wipe your baby as your baby is eating because that can be a very negative sensory experience. Just try to relax for 10 minutes. And I know it's easier said than done. It's like when you're trying to get pregnant, people tell you to just relax and it'll happen. It's like, I've heard that. Thank you, that's not helpful. Just relax when your baby's learning how to eat. I know I should, but please know your baby can sense your stress. And so we want to create to the greatest extent possible a stress-free feeding environment. So if we can portion the food out, put it out in front of the baby, observe them while they're eating, but try not to intervene, your baby will then be gathering those experiences. And every single day, one to two times a day at six to seven months, two to three times a day at eight to nine months, feeding your baby three times a day at 10 months, those little baby steps all kind of compound. And then weaning really takes off. And so your baby will get the hang of feeding themselves. I know it can seem very rocky at the beginning. I know it can seem silly to put food out there and you're like, there's no way they're gonna eat all this. We don't wanna have mounds of food, okay? Generally, if you're working with a mini mat, which is two ounces, two ounces, and four ounces, Fill each one of them about halfway up. But again, you don't need to be measuring food. You don't need to be weighing food. If you're offering a variety of foods and following that five-step feeding framework can help you stay in that rotation where your baby is trying one new food a day, but then you're continuing to reintroduce the familiar foods from previous days. If you're interested in learning more about the five-step feeding framework and the basics of starting out solid foods safely with baby led weaning, I teach a free online workshop Every week, it's called Baby Led Weaning for Beginners. It's all about how to get your baby to eat 100 foods before turning one without you having to spoon feed purees or buy pouches. And everyone on that free workshop gets a copy of my 100 first foods list. So you'll have a list of each of the five categories with 20 foods in each one. You'll know how to rotate through them. And next thing you know, you'll be pre-portioning foods like a pro. You won't have to deal with dripping. You'll be raising an independent eater and preventing picky eating. You can get signed up for this week's free Baby Lead Weaning for Beginners workshop if you go to the show notes for this episode, which is at blwpodcast.com forward slash 133. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you next time.